Okay, we're here. It's another yes. uh, beautiful day on the porch. It is surreal. If we could put a bag around this and just open it up a little bit, like in the winter, just to remember days like this exist. It's yeah, I mean, so we nice. just had the freight train run by, so yep. another we one. We should seven be good for about or, seven minutes, yeah. and then uh, five fifteen will come through. So we're trying to figure out what to talk about, and uh, you're talking about something about Magic Kate. Kate. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. I had gone, uh, for all you guys marking your calendar, I had gone over Labor Day weekend up to Minneapolis, St. Paul, um, did a couple of days of work, um, and then I went to the State Fair, the Minneapolis State Fair. Um, I had gone really to see some uh, friend of mine's daughter goes, she's going to be, she's in her junior year at Minnesota. We ended up at the State Fair, and um, here in Illinois, we have the Butter Cow Sculpting Competition. And so uh, a guy sits in there, you know, freezing cold room with a huge block of butter, butter. and he carves a cow. And in Minnesota, I was kind of expecting a cow, but no, they have this thing called Princess K of the Milky Way. And there are eight finalists. This is a big oh, wow, one. we didn't even make it seven minutes. Seriously. Yeah, I know. Oh, this Hold isn't it. a freight, though. Uh, you guys may not hear yeah, this that's badly. Super liner, uh, that's going downstate. That's not a oh, it is a commuter run. I thought it was the good the good train. Anyway, uh, Princess K of the Milky Way. They have eight uh, female finalists, just like a beauty pageant, and each one gets to put on their winter coat, uh, their North Face, and sit inside the freezing cold chamber as the uh, artist carves their face in a block of butter. And uh, apparently, they do one a day, and so we had missed the. 9 a.m. carving or whatever. The woman was still there. Her her head was still there on a rotating basis. Uh, it kind of goes around like on a lazy Susan. And then apparently the the winners uh, in recent years have, uh, once you're nominated, you go shopping for a refrigerator or a deep freezer to hold the head because it can never get to room temperature. It'll melt. So it must be kept frozen. Yeah. So all these winners now have a deep, little small deep freezer with their 50-pound butter block of their head uh, and forever in tune. keep this. Yes. This is something that you buy a freezer for. Apparently so. I don't know when you would ever. I guess, you. well, of course, it's Minnesota, so you probably pull it out in about November and sit it on your porch. <laughs> you could probably put it in about May and it might still be freezing. Yeah, I remember we, we stopped by the New York State Fair once on our way home, and there was wow. definitely butter carving. But of course, the the thing that they're known for is the uh, the food things. The, the food on a stick. Cookies. Yes, we did many sticks of food, and um, we had we had the deep battered fried um, Oreos. Ooh. We had the pork sandwich, which was literally a pound of pork on a sandwich. Yeah, they didn't have. And my son ordered one, and I ordered one, and I ate mine. And my son had like three bites that I can't finish, so I had two. Well. You've got the metabolism inhaler. I uh, I was not very cautious about what was going in. So at one <laughs> point, there was a little bit of conflict internally, uh, not mentally, but physically. There was like, whoa, what was that? Um, the, the big thing, and again, it sounds so unstate fair-like. Um, I think it's called Lady Missy's Chocolate Chip Cookies or something. They bake them fresh. And literally... If you got a bucket of cookies, it's an entire pan of chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven. These things are like gooey, movie things, uh -huh. but it's a bucket of them. So the bucket's like $8, and I defy you to just have one. So people uh -huh. had to look at it and say, like, oh, I really should have just gotten the small little cone of them, you know. 
Yeah. Why did I eat 80 chocolate chip cookies? Yeah, because they're warm and they're delicious. And then I had uh, corn. I had a uh, dip candy bar. Dip in a, melted butter, so it's like yeah, soaking it was, in butter. That was good, actually. You could get it without the butter. Um, I had a candy bar on a stick. Uh, was it ice was cream. It deep fried? Yes. Candy bar on a stick? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I had, of course, there was the... Uh, all, uh, Interesting. Um, the kids I went, you know, kids. They're one's a college grad from Purdue. The other one's a junior college. Anyway, the the one from Purdue wanted to see a big pig, so we started out the pig house, thirteen uh, hundred pounder. Um, I contended there's actually this movie called Keiju or something like that about this giant pig. But anyway, I contended that this is an animated pig because uh. at thirteen hundred pounds, I don't really see him standing, like the capacity to stand. Seemed to be like his butt, his, his gut would be dragging on the ground. Uh, so he yeah. just kind of laid there. And I said, How do you get the 1300 pounds if you can't they, stand in there? They, um, now, I think they there, force feed pigs bigger than that. When I took I'm my sure. animal science course back at uh, U of I and back yeah. in my pre vet days, they showed they used to use pigs as draft animals. They would pull carts. Wow. So they had a 2000 pound pig pulling a cart. The thing was as big as the cart, it was huge. It was a mountain of meat. But was his legs big enough? Did his, yeah. did his belly drag on the ground? No, his belly did not See, drag on the ground. See, this pig, the legs did not look long enough. To, and I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I go, I think this pig laid down and then they like, injected him with all this to get him to the proper weight. Because I don't think he got there on his own. I think this is a, a doctored up pig. I don't think this was natural. Well, from what I understand, they'll keep growing and growing, these domesticated ones, and they'll get quite big. They're not like the wild pigs, I guess. Maybe they're We did see, and then we, saw, we yeah. saw some big cattle, and then we saw an 1,100-pound pumpkin. And the pumpkin guy was kind of animated because he said five years ago he was standing on that side of the aisle. He was, he was a Watch visitor it. to the state fair, and he got into pumpkin, hybrid pumpkin making, and now he was the pumpkin champion, champion. five years later. My gosh. Uh, it was rather sexy to see an 1,100-pound pumpkin because they were actually bred not just for the color. I know, another train. Um, not just for the color, but for the size and the ribs. The now, ribs. you think the, rib, rib ribs. the ribs is a genetic um, marker, I guess. Okay. So Because if I, you don't have it all, if you don't have the color, you have to have the size, obviously. You have to have the right color. And you have to have the ribs. So it looks like a pumpkin. It doesn't look like a beach ball. Ah. So this guy was showing us a picture. Of, like, his pumpkin was very pumpkin. He was very, very orange. He said that he was hybrid off of some pumpkin. It, it looked fluorescent orange. And that's what he cleaved these two pieces together and made this killer pumpkin. And then there was, you know, the flowers and the horses and the goats and the chickens and uh, a lot of rides, a lot of interesting, supposedly, not a lot of free giveaways. Um, well, you did have the, the whole tent or building filled with all the demonstrations of the products, right? Yes, the yes. The Vitamix, the anti-fog yes. and uh, stuff. Apparently, then, the that, must be, that must be, they must make, they must make a mountain of money off of those people paying to be at the oh, state fair. I, I mean, I, I, was transfixed when I was a kid by those demonstrations of nonstick pants. Yeah, the uh, this guy, this guy had a anti-fogging uh, stuff for your glasses. This guy was giving a big spiel about this uh, stovetop grill that uses water and steam. And I literally, I have one of these things. I bought it at American Science and Surplus for ten bucks. This guy's price was like seventy dollars. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. It works actually. It works really well. You don't think it, it steams would. the food. Yeah, but but because you put it on your grill, put it on your stovetop, 
it's that's incredibly high steam. So it is like a grill. Okay. It's it, you're going to get grill marks on it and stuff. It's that hot. It heats that metal up. Wow, amazingly hot, but it's all water based. So when when the water is gone, the thrill so is no gone. Smoke but, alarm going off or anything like correct. that. Correct. And I thought, you know, and when I looked at the box, I said, "There's no way this is going to work." It works really stinking well. I just haven't used it a lot. But yeah, no, Minnesota was uh, it was magnificent. And then we had a lot of there was there was four of us there, three women and myself, and we'd eat a fair amount of bad stuff along the way. Uh, I got really hot. It was like ninety degrees out, so I kept having these lemonade attacks, and yeah. I was very dehydrated. So we actually went out for salad after we left the state fair. We said we, we got to get on the right track because, you know, we didn't eat. I wouldn't say we ate like horribly. It totally cancels everything out. Well, so, you know, I, there was a foot long hot dog. There is a foot long version of the corn dog. And I thought, well, that corn dog can't be all that healthy. Not that the hot dog wasn't, but yeah. I just need a hot dog. And then when he went by the uh, dairy bar, they had a glass of chocolate milk that was the fresh chocolate milk I ever had. And he figured that glass was a dollar. And I'm paying $8 essentially for like maybe a 40 ounce drink later. I should. I should just gone and got five chocolate milks. I would have been fine. <laughs> so it was fun. It was not something yeah. you do uh, normally, and uh, that's part of think about summer. You should always find something you haven't done before or in a long time. Just go do it. Yeah, and uh, state fairs are are fun. I remember going to. I think it was the Illinois State Fair when we were kids. They had a um, smash up derby. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was I love that. That was hilarious. Yeah, and that usually yeah now it's all I mean that be a night's entertainment. There's a lot of music and stuff. Yeah, I went to the Illinois cool. State Fair like maybe ten fifteen years ago. I just drove down there. I thought I'd spend overnight, spend two days at the fair. I was done in five hours because if it's up to me, I can walk really fast and go deny anything. Well, <laughs> with, when you you know this was actually a little bit of discipline on my part. I had to listen to the wishes of others and just went along. For the walk. It was a heck of a walk. Like 10 miles, probably. Yeah. But we didn't do any of the kiddie rides. But, yeah, we sat through the floral exhibits. Oh, and then there, there's the thing where they use seeds. And they make modern art with seeds. Oh. Very, very. Uh, the time it must take those people to put those things in. Beautiful. Crazy. Um, but, yeah, it was good. It was, you know, six hours away. So, I don't remember a whole lot about my drive home uh, the next day. Uh, <laughs> it was I the next here. day, though. It wasn't that night, so that's good. Yeah, no. I, there was, I don't, you know, a younger version of me would have probably done that. Yes. I would have gone, you know what? It's only 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock at night after dinner. I'll just start heading home. I'll be fine. And I would have made it about 20 minutes on the road. I'd have slept somewhere in downtown Minneapolis. I remember I driving down to uh, Colorado State University from U of I. It's a 20-hour drive, and we, you know, 20 somethings just going through and just yeah, we'll just drive through we'll just take turns sleeping in the the back of the truck yeah yeah what was in colorado just another vet thing it was um they used to have this thing it was a student veterinary medical association convention oh so it was like the it's just for students you could go there and they had talks on different things and and uh it was a, it was a way for all the drug companies to get their products out in yes saying, hey you guys gonna be out in oh, the you ivermectin world. fans out there this is Start where you can this. first dose Hey, yeah, and I did. Um, I actually did some of the first research using ivermectin for a heartworm preventative for dogs. So we would. Uh, I I had to write. I wrote a computer program that actually calculated the heartworm is very important. You'd give uh, for the dog, thing and not then to have. for the study, you'd give them the preventative. You'd expose them to the preventative, and then you'd have to sacrifice the dogs. Mm. I mean, you're trying to use a nice word here, so it yeah, be enough sacrifice is a good word. And then you had to dissect. Their pulmonary arteries to look for the worms. So you had to sit there and take 
every single artery with a pair of scissors and slice up it and see if you found a worm. So that was, uh, that's research there. Yeah, when you study but, finance, uh, you don't have that. Uh, it's, it's surprising. You'd think you would. That You know, you study numbers. There should be some sacrificial person. You cut them open, look, you know, cut up on their arteries looking for worms. And, you know, no, they no, really didn't no. enforce that in uh, finance. They, There's they something about the non-medical aspect of finance. Outside of the, of the Nazis, I don't think they do that in people either. I don't think. Well, you know, I, I will say, uh, they, uh, if you compare the two industries, I think finance uh, is, is pretty cutthroat. I mean, I, I've actually seen people eviscerated in front of a computer by their boss. By their boss. With scissors, cutting open their arteries, splaying them open, saying, make it balance. <laughs> make this spreadsheet balance. What do you mean it doesn't tie out? I'll kill you. I'll dismember you. Actually, all I remember is hating my boss so much when I went on that bike trip. And then as I'm riding, and again, people, if you're going to cross America, just reach out to me. I'll, I can help save you so much aggravation. Go with, watch the news. Weather comes from the west to the east in America. Don't don't go against the weather. You want to travel your bicycle west to east. Right. You got the wind at your back. Right. Most I, all I ran into was people going the opposite direction, just being miserable for months. I'm like, yeah, the winds blow the other way. And they were all the only people I met on bicycles were all bankers, yeah, all finance guys. Who couldn't take the month end and the quarterly audits? They oh, we had all quit our jobs for the same industry. I'm like, this is a sign that you know this is not the place for me. Yeah, I did not have to uh, justify why I quit everything. Everybody knew. They're like, oh, you're a finance guy. Yeah, keep right on behind, boy. You'll work it all out. But yeah, everybody went against the weather. I just couldn't understand it. So yeah, go for the go for the Princess K of the Milky Way. It was very cool. Um, a lot of candy, a lot, I mean, you know, and again, the, the, I, I'm an old school guy when it comes to state fairs. This thing is kind of a modern thing. So they're trying to sell you brand new Hummers up there. There's a military sign up booth, sign up for the army, a lot of finger painting for the kids. A lot of, uh, you can wear a little pig hat, a little cow hat, uh, a lot of 4-H, a lot of, uh, a lot of animals and, uh, it's a state fair, man. Yeah. For people who live in the big city, it's got to be just, it is just really wild to see animals like that. Yeah, I mean, everyone should go to the state fair. I think there's there's lots of things there. And if it's the only time you're going to see how these your hamburger gets to McDonald's. Oh, uh, that is true. I would, I would, the, the big thing I thought was just hysterical. There's, we're in the bovine room and uh, there is a judging for cows, right? Yeah. And so apparently when you're a cow guy, there's a, I think it's something to do with the tail, clearly, uh, when the cow's about ready to let loose and the guy runs up behind the cow with a bucket to catch it all. Yeah. Because they're, they're only standing on straw and he's got to live there all day long. So if he doesn't catch it, he's got to be shoveling up later. So he actually caught it in you this gotta, bucket. You got to have fast reflexes to catch that man because they just. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like one or two twitches and I was like, whoop, we got to go. And they went. And, now, here's an interesting yeah. fact. This will, this will probably appeal to you because you're a numbers guy. Sure. So at the one state fair, they had a contest. Everyone had to try and guess the weight of this cow. Yes. So they get like a couple hundred guesses. Right. No one got the exact weight of the cow. Okay. But they averaged all the guesses together. It was the exact weight of the cow. Wow. So so half were above, half were below. Wow. Right. Well, you know, and but they 
they there there is enough. There's a realm of when you get enough people extra. guessing, and and most of these people knew about what this cow should guess, but be they actually came up with the number as a as a group thing. So that's the power of statistics being able to to give you accurate data. That's what the statistics depend on is this mean, this average, and just by taking. Yeah. And these weren't, they weren't necessarily random guesses, but they're right. just people guessing, hey, could be about 800, maybe it's 900. Right, nobody's guessing, guessing like a pound, and then nobody's guessing 50 right. tons. So you but, throw that stuff but out, they right? Took, when they averaged all these guesses together, it was the exact weight of the cow down to like a tenth of a pound. Wow. It was, it was pretty amazing. Wow. I bet the cow felt good about that. Well, yeah. I mean, it just it just goes to show, I mean, that's, that's a numbers thing. You... It is, and and that's why. On and again, uh, here's your here's your uh, tie-in for that, Jim. Do you know what you call a doctor who finishes in the bottom half of his class? Uh, do- doctor. doctor. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's the beauty part of it. Yep. You could be incredibly horrible lawyer, You're still a lawyer. Well, my my friend is a lawyer. He says the uh, the guys the the guys in the bottom of his class are doing quite well. I go, oh yeah, is that Lerner and Row? He said, no, no, it's, it's another guy's. <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, I think part of the yes, because there's only so much room at the top, right? Right. So again, you're 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 top of your class, you're top of this, you're top of that. What about everybody else? You know, there's, somebody there's has to eat, somebody everybody. has to work. There's right. a niche for everybody. Exactly. You just have to find your niche. Now, obviously, it depends on you know. It, well, I'm sure because, like in sports. Only whatever the top five percent make it, you know, can actually make oh, a living at this. That, yeah. yeah, the other nine, nine whatever, ninety eight percent, you know, are serving food at a at a rest stop or something, right? Whereas when you're a lawyer, there's work. Yeah, it's just that you know, it's a more of a job than it's less, less glamorous. You know, you right. don't get invited to the Met Gala. You know, you don't get to wear the designer clothes if you're uh, you're not AOC, right? You're you're just a regular sloggy uh, local Republican. Or Democrat, you're not going to get invited to the big galas and stuff, no, but there's still yeah. police for you. But you're going to be the guy. You're going to be the guy who does the wills, the guy who does the real right. estate stuff. The and guy. you find a way to make your dough because, like, yeah. what you find out, you, whatever you may lack in individual, uh, you know, you make it up in volume. You know, uh, my mom when but, she went, we got the uh, there was the Bohemian uh, Whisperer, and so my mom was in her. She's in the hospice and right, right at the beginning of hospice, so she was completely with it. And all of a sudden, we didn't have an estate set up. The call was placed. The Bohemian Whisperer came by. <laughs> he had been setting up trusts for old Bohemians for like his entire career. You know, 16 signatures. I think I was actually at work, and the guy's like talking to me on the phone. You got seven documents here. Come by tonight, sign them, done. And we were done in like eight hours. It was wow. done, minted, perfectly executed. Yeah, and again, you don't need the top of your class to do that. You, and this this guy was making up in volume because this is all he did all day long was set up trust for old bohemians that were dying and, you know, rock on. Flat feed us out. I think he did it for, I don't know, it was like 800 bucks or something. That's, that's affordable, man. For eight hours work, pfft, you got a deal. I didn't even, yeah, that wasn't eight hours. I think it was the, six of it was waiting for me to get off work, I'm yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like he, he boil played this thing out. You go from zero to zero to an estate in in one day for eight hundred bucks. Rock on, and it all worked, and it was genius. That's the way to do it. Because I I think you know, and that's like anything, like this house here. I mean, you can only have so much expertise. You can say I'm going to do it all myself, 
I don't care. I want to have knowledge. You can't possibly have all the knowledge of all the laws and all the intricacies of yeah. everything. If you've got the time, you can learn it. You're not going to maybe do it as well as someone who's been doing Correct. it all their life, but you can maybe do a, a really an acceptable job. But you have to have the time. Yes, and if you're paying. You're 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 paying money for time. Yep. And that's the decision people make all the time. And right. And the problem is, is like, because I would always trust anybody that's in the industry because things change every year and they are vested in knowing those changes. Right. Like I get a book out of the library that tells us about the state law. If it isn't like 2021 minted like last week, it's out of date and yeah. you'll be so assured and you'll be wrong. Oh, and the only way you know is when they come to take all your cash. You talk and, about it like yeah. in small business, man. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. We've got... All these new things coming through. Yeah, the minimum wage is always going yep. up. You've got OSHA rules that change on you, and I'm not talking about you know vaccine stuff. I'm talking right. about just regular OSHA rules that someone comes to your clinic and say and says, "Hey, you know that bag of food shouldn't be sitting there. It's a hazard." You go, "Oh, I didn't even think about that. No one has tripped into that bag ever, but someone could." Yeah, and that's what these OSHA guys get paid to do, and they can say. You know, if it's this cannot be a certain weight in a certain area or whatever, you you have to have labels on every single bottle. If you've got a bottle of water, you have to have the label on there that says water. Yeah. Because someone might grab something, you know, you know where it is and, and what it does, but someone else might not know. It's uh, it's really detailed. And yeah, people, and, uh, and it know, it's all for our safety, for God's sake. The only reason they exist is because. People used to oh, drink yeah. acid they, all the they time. They used to fall in pickle vats and all right, that. Exactly. Like, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it a concrete jungle? Yeah, you're falling into the sausage. All of a sudden, yeah. hey, the sausage has a little taste and, like uh, my but, neighbor. But they could certainly make it easier for businesses to follow. That's, yes, that's, they could. That's my only yes, thing is everything is now online. You don't actually you, – you, you have to go and proactively seek this stuff out. No one's coming to you and saying, hey, we just published a new rule that's going to affect your business. Here it is. Here's what you need to I'm do. I'm surprised they don't like just send you an update. They like, don't. Uh, you have to go online and look for this stuff. Wow, maybe that'll be my job. I'll, I'll be that OSHA guy. Yeah, you you know, there, we actually had a consultant. He came in. He gave us a talk. He said, this is how you have to cap needles. This is how you have to dispose of things. This is how you have to label yeah. things. This is how you have to restrain an animal. All these things were covered. And we go, this is like a whole pile of stuff yeah. that you need to know. And, you know, it's it gets overwhelming at times. A lot of it is common sense. So I'd say 90% yeah. of it you could say. Well, right. Yeah, if you're conscientious, it's not like you're running a, a, a sweatshop. You know, it's like you are actually a conscientious owner. Yeah. And you care. Because, that you know, I am fairly unregulated here on my front porch. I got to say, when I'm working here. I don't think OSHA, OSHA applies to you. No. OSHA says be safe. Yeah. And I, I just try. I try to comply. I've hurt myself out here, yeah. uh, no doubt. Um, but you know, it's my own dumb luck and uh, Darwinian processes and kick in. Try try and do a payroll on your own, yeah, without a payroll company to figure out the tax rates for everybody. They have you have to have a computer program now to do it. You see, yeah. you look it up on a table, right? And so you, they had published these tables that yeah. they'd send out to you. This is your tax table for this is they're getting paid this much per pay period. This is how much tax you withhold for each of these things. Now it's all going to be on a computer. You have to submit on a state unemployment, federal unemployment, workman's comp. Yeah. It's crazy. Even for my little house call practice, I have my sons work for me. I have to, all this stuff has to be done. And I'm paying, what, 50 bucks a month for the payroll company to do this yep. or a payroll. 
Well, maybe it's a month. And, and, and it's just it's crazy, but that's what you have to do. And Many millions we added retirement plans, 401k, all this stuff. It just, it just gets overwhelming. So, you know, I got a few more years left of me, and then I, I I'm uh, so is it, ain't that the truth, Jim? Can you imagine? Can you imagine being 18 years old, knowing what we know now about everything we've seen in our lives, to know that this is how jacked up it is, and it's only going to get more complicated in the future. <sighs> I'm so glad to be old. I really. Oh, that's a big one. Well, we made it. Uh, we made it 24 minutes up to the freight train. Okay. That's well, there it right got now. a lot quieter once the uh, once the engine goes by. We got two yeah. That's, that's what I always tell her. Yeah. You know, once the engine leaves, baby, it's a lot uh, quieter. Here's the thing. I think the people who, are, when we look at my screen here, you can see the train reflected in the glass behind me. So we're not adding train sound effects. Right. This is not uh, Choo Choo Charlie. We could be uh, doing some CGI, maybe. Uh, right. Uh, if you've seen any of the Marvel movies or anything related to like <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad, this is not CGI. This is analog. This is real things happening. I think we do need to a talk podcast. a little bit about Suicide Squad. We're talking about it before the podcast. Okay, uh, I loved it. I don't know. Yeah, Jim uh, and I do recall there being some pushback on it being like a vapid movie. I don't care. Vapid me any way you want. That the, movie was the enjoyable. The opening scenes where where the first Suicide Squad goes out to the beach and the guy's sitting in the yard and he's killing <laughs> a bird with. The, I mean, it was. I was laughing so hard, and. It's just, they did that movie so well, yes. it, it rivals any of the Guardians of the Galaxies in my mind. It was one of the best DC universe it, it movies. Was, it was very enjoyable. Um, I, you know, I, I am a proponent of the $5 Tuesday movie, so that was a $5 really well spent. I believe I had popcorn for that one, which also was a bonus. Um, no, I, I had no problem with, and I kind of like that because... The way they do this, where you're like interacting with the movie, or the char- cast of characters actually turns to you and starts, you know, assuming that you'll have questions and they answer them for you. I find that very enjoyable. Um, well, and I like that they use the same Harley Quinn actress that yes. they did for Harley Quinn in uh, her movie. What was that? Uh, anyway, I like that one too. But when, yeah, she's talking about uh, picking the wrong guy and looking for the red flags and killing children is one of the red flags. Yeah. That, that she, that was brilliant. <laughs> I, 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 I just can't understand the I shark enjoy. out of water, but I, that's what, me, I'm old, and I, that's See, a sticking point for me, but I, I got over it. I guess the weasel bothered me more because I didn't understand what the heck was the weasel's power. They said he, I guess he ate a bunch of kids or people or something, I don't know. Well, but... And, and it, you know, not to be a spoiler here, kiddies, but, uh, you know, the weasel survives. So, you know, if you yeah. don't learn anything, anything by seeing a movie, weasels are tough to kill. I just thought I'm going to leave you with. Uh, it's I just hope the kill. weasel shows up in another movie. Right. I w- yeah, you'd hate to think a character, hope. right, a character with that much uh, time invested, you know, when he really, he grabs your heartstrings and you get so invested in the weasel and then they take it from you. I hope they just don't toss that away. I, I'm just. I want to see him reappear in another movie. I'm mad that I did not go and see it again before we left the theater. When, yeah. it, when it comes out, I'm going to rent it. I'm going to watch it downstairs with my kids on the big screen. I'm going to invite the guys over. I, that was, that's up there, my top ten movies, top three movies of the year. Uh, if it's well, not yeah, nominated I, for an Academy Award for Best I don't Picture, know. I don't. Academy I, I'm Award trying to think. I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen as many movies as the law will allow. I uh, actually watched some movies down in Mexico. Um, 
I, I can't. I, honestly, this is yeah. You're right. It's definitely top five. I can't think of the other movies though. I've seen some really horrendous movies. There's a movie called The Greenland. Do not see this, people. Don't Greenland? do it. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, uh, that Gerard. No, not the Pardo. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, this last name's Gerard. Yeah. Uh, don't do it. Yeah. Please, I beg of you, save yourselves. Don't. It's so yeah. it's so bad. You know what? I wish the weasel from Suicide Squad would have gone <laughs> into that movie and, and ripped off Gerard's face. That would uh, that would have completed everything. Would have made the whole movie worth watching to watch him get eviscerated as the credits are rolling. That would that would have been worth the oh price of admission. Movies in Mexico are like three and a half bucks too. They're just for IMAX. It's beautiful. They, oh, they price them for the economy because if they price it at five, well, no know, one can afford it. You know the 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 A list from AMC is to me a good bargain. If I go see eight movies a month, right? I'm paying basically what um, two and a half, three bucks a movie. Are there movie. are there eight movies a month to see? Yes. I mean, we've gotten that many so far. Okay. Yeah, and and I went to go see I went to see a movie called The Card Counter, which. You never heard anything about it. It was a Martin Scorsese produced yeah. film. Um, it was just, it was no special effects. It was just this guy who was an interrogator in Iraq, goes on to play cards. He doesn't want to be, be anybody famous. He's really good at it. Runs into this kid who's in trouble. He wants to help him out. He enters the World Series of Poker Tour. Oh, wow. Does all this stuff. And then the kid goes off and screws his life off anyway. And And, and it's one of those movies where... It's it's not an action adventure. It's not a superhero movie. It's well written. The characters are just very stark characters. I mean, this guy had these quirks. When he would go into a hotel room, the thing he would do is he would take and cover everything with sheets and then tie everything up so it was it was everything was covered in white sheets and tied with twine. And they never explained why he did this. It's like he was being prepared to like slaughter somebody in the room. Yeah. And at the end scene, you see, you know. I'm not going to, I won't put a spoiler out for okay. that. It had Willem Dafoe in it. Willem Dafoe was very good. He was not like yeah. in it a major Psycho. part of the time, yeah. but he, he made the movie. But it was just a very interesting thing. They had this Ukrainian go. card player who's Mr. USA, and he he would show up in the, in the poker scenes, and it was just very Yeah, the, that movie, I don't think, because I look every week, that movie has not made it out to the classic cinemas for no, me to enjoy no. a it $5. It was there, so... I might make it to the yeah. lake. I'll have to so, take a look. so I can find eight movies a month, and even if I only see six movies a month, it's still four bucks a movie. You know, Jim. I'm, I'm nobody looks at a bottom line like you do. You know, and I think you are driven to see these movies because you have this pass. I and I am only driven by the five dollar, and I, it has to be at the right theater with the reclining yeah. seats, hundred yeah. percent heated. Uh, I have many requirements. I, I had requirements I didn't even know existed, ah. and now I do. Heated seats, full recliner. Uh, now with COVID, they give you like I think you, you get a space next to you open. Yeah, you're still in quarantine. Yeah. Or yeah, and when and honestly, if it's not a Marvel movie, you go to see anything else. Like when I went to see uh, uh, the Ten Rings guy, uh, there couldn't have been more than four of us in the theater to yeah. see the Ten Rings of well, Doctor. And Ruhr I probably would not have gone to see the card counter if I didn't have this A list pass. There you go. So it's driving. That's it's what they're hoping for. It's getting me to for. see movies I wouldn't ordinarily yeah. get to see, which is kind of cool. Um, we're just lucky you've got the schedule that allows that yeah. to happen. Yeah. Lucky man. Yeah. Well, I'm getting towards the, uh, the, this time where I do, but I, 
I may, if I make the time to do it, and it's usually I'm going to see like the seven o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock yeah. show. So I'm getting home at twelve thirty at night. I've, a, he's I've a dedicated my, my to the arts, hours. people. I'll tell you, I don't have that dedication. By seven o'clock, I am on the couch. Uh, laying sideways, watching Pluto, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Now, what uh, I am disappointed <laughs> in is there's no, there's none of the early shows, none of the one o'clock shows anymore. Oh, that is a drag. And there's there's a lot fewer show times now. They used to have like more ten, like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock shows. Yeah. Right. Uh, when when before COVID, so I'm hoping they'll get back to that that more expansive. Uh, I'm sure they are too. Point. It's uh, they've got to be hurting bad. But uh, hopefully that'll come there. But it's uh, it's a nice it's a nice escape, and I love the superhero movies. But you know, if I can go see a movie that I wouldn't ordinarily see, it's kind of nice to do that. There's one I'm looking forward to. Um, it's about this girl who she travels back in time in her dreams, and then it becomes real. And it really looks. Oh yeah, I did see the girl for from that. Uh, the Queen's Gambit in it. Yeah. Have you watched Queen's Gambit? On I have watched Queen's Gambit, and I gotta tell you, Yowza, awesome flick. Awesome I'm not series, really into yeah. chess. It almost inspired me to figure out chess. You don't have to be in the chess to no. like it, which is really the But it does help. Product. But it does help. But yeah, no, I think, right, it's the way it was written. I think uh, you'll learn enough about chess as it goes along. But uh, I do I do like that long format where you have six to ten episodes of a series, and that's going to be it. You're not going to have, it's not going to come back for season two, right. season three. It tells a whole story arc in that time, and they can go into more detail. You know, one of the things that people always say is the book was better than the movie. I think with these miniseries, now the they can rival how good yeah. the book is because you can get all the, the backstory in. I, I would agree. I watched this uh, uh, Netflix thing called Woo Assassin. Uh, ten episodes. Woo Assassin. Woo Assassin. W-U Assassin. Okay. Um, you know, out. typical uh, ordinary uh, short order cook in a Japanese restaurant. Figures out uh, all of a sudden he you know let, bolt of lightning comes and he's got these ancient powers to kill these these five uh, guys uh, earth you know fire wind all that um, and it, because it's going out you know fighting for the generations anyway you get through ten episodes and you finally get some closure and then of course in the last five minutes where you just expect them to fade to black and say well that was an interesting story. We've got another assignment for you. And so, of course, season two is coming. And, I, you know, I thought, you know, I may be a one-season kind of guy on something like that. Because the first season's yeah. great. I don't need to, you know, find he's fighting some other... And that's the great thing about Queen's puzzles. Gambit. It's not a Queen's Gambit season two. Yes, yes. Uh, although, you know, I'm sure at some point they're going to want to cover the next year. But it really, it's hard to do because she was so complete. Well, and there are some stories I think a second season is nice to have. Like... I think Ozark. I don't know if you watched Ozark at all. No, everyone has talked about Ozark, and so it's in their, their final seasons coming yeah. out, and they 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 said limited. I think they said four seasons. We're gonna we're gonna end it, but that was one where yeah, I want more. You watch one season, they go, I want more. They leave the the cliffhanger going there, but when you can find a show that just goes for this that short story yeah. arc, and some of those British ones are like three parts or four parts, but even six parts, I'm satisfied with that. Um, it just makes me feel yeah. so happy. So, but uh, I think uh, I think that's probably all we got time for today, Mark. Probably. Um, probably again, enjoy the weather, folks. Uh, Don't forget we, to subscribe. Yeah. Hit the notification bell. Tell your folks you found us. Get vaccinated. <laughs>